Rockstruck is here. You know what that means? It's midnight, baby! Welcome to Housewarming's Midnight Experimental Episode. This is just a little fun one that we like to do. I'm Nat Demina. I'm Marty. This is our shorter version of the episodes. They're looser. They're weirder. They're funner. Buckle up. Is funner a word? No, it actually isn't. But it's us, Taika Waititi. could be. When he comes on the show. When he does come on, he'll probably correct our diction. Only for the betterment of ourselves. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't do it in like a critical way. He wouldn't be like, (laughs) funner, where did you go to school? Yeah. The toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd take your side away from everybody else. He'd be like, hey, man. um, Just so you know, funner is grammatically not correct. I didn't want to bring it up during the recording. Just because... I didn't want to make you look bad. A recorded pickup, maybe, and then... <laughs> Taika Witsi is the kind of housemate that just before you went to bed, he'd be like, hey, man, do you want tea? Mm. Mm. You'd love that. And then you'd he'd wait till you're in bed, you. tuck you in, give it to you. When he tucks people in, he gets you in there like a worm. Like a burrito. And he gives you a little touch on the nose. A little boop. <laughs> yeah. Um, last season... Mm. <laughs> Kissing your mic, make it out with your mic. Yeah, let's turn the, let's turn the midnights into an ASMR. I think they say words; they're not just uh, making noises. No, I think they do like. Then we need a hairbrush or something. Do you want one? Well, no, the thing is, you got to turn the mic levels all the way up. So even if they you speak softly, everything. it sounds really loud. It's soft I noises. think I would be good at guided meditation. Really? Yeah. Can you give me some? I'll close my eyes. Okay. Um. Before we begin today's session, make sure all your phones are turned off and you're ready for bed. Close your eyes and feel the mattress cupping your back and feel after each breath falling deeper and deeper into sleep. And as I keep talking, fall deeper and deeper into my control. I have you now. And I will be holding you. We are starting a revolution. You are invited to join. Rule number one. You may obey and must obey everything that I say. Tomorrow you will wake up. And you will begin to dismantle this capitalist system that we build. Rule number two, you will clean my backyard. There are some leaves that are taking up a large portion of the courtyard that need to be rounded up and put into the green bin. Once you have done that, you'll walk the green bin to the front of the property. Rule number three, please do my laundry this week. I haven't got around to it. It's been two weeks. And, uh, it's beginning to smell. And as you come out of this meditation, begin to breathe again. Breathe out all of the ideas you had about your own autonomy. Come back into the room 
feeling the bed around you. <clears throat> the revolution starts. Must kill all white people. <laughs> <laughs> now you would be really good at thanks, that. That man. really worked. Yeah, thanks. That was good. I think yeah. I could fall asleep too. Although I didn't like how you said the mattress cupping you. I don't think that's a good that was adjective to use. Yeah, it was very upsetting. You had nothing wrong with me. Mattresses shouldn't. You had cup nothing you. wrong with dismantling the capitalist system. You were down with that. Why would I have a problem with something I agree with? <laughs> <laughs> Big bin night tonight because we're going to be chatting with one of our housewarmers who has a pretty wild story. That's right. Look, we have all been in a position where we've had to get someone to move in quickly. Quick, smart. No one wants to pay double rent. Someone ASAP. get in and get in quick because the money is more important than the quality <laughs> of the housemate. Like, you will go to such lengths to avoid that gap in time where yeah. you would have to like mm. spend money on behalf mm-hmm. of an empty room that you have to deal with for like a whole year yeah. that you just yeah. didn't vet. Yeah. No vet. <laughs> Should we give him a call? Yes, we're going to call one of our, housewarmer, our housewarmers and he was in a in this all too uncommon position. Yeah. And uh, it didn't go quite as I think planned. common. I think he was in an all too common Situation. He was in this all-too-common position. See, Taika, well, he wouldn't even brought that up. Yeah, but you did. <laughs> oh, I think he's on the line now. Yeah, change the subject. Ian. <laughs> Ian, you there? You there? Yeah, I'm here, mate. Yeah? All right, so, Ian, whereabouts do you live? At the moment, I'm living in Sydney, but this story takes place in the nation's capital. Were you in a share house there? Set the scene for us. Yeah, so this was um, my second ever share house. I would have been, like, 19. And it was one of those situations where you, you when you like move into a share house and everyone is like really dope when you go to meet them, but what they don't tell you is that they're all about to move out like a month later, <laughs> which I should have seen coming because they were all couples, right? Uh, okay, which I didn't put I didn't put two and two together when I met them. In in many ways, they outgrew you. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Okay, so you you you're in this place. Everything's going good. Yeah. And then the first couple of move out got this really cool dude, Felix, uh, to move in. So it was me and the new housemate, both only lived there for like a month, had to fill the rest of the house. Mm. And then he's gone on holiday as well. So it's just me. Mm. I'm 19. Don't know how to navigate people. Yeah. How did you advertise it? Oh, Gumtree, man. <laughs> oh. This is, before, I think, before Marketplace, it was all Gumtree. Yeah, right. Gumtree. Okay. And met some pretty big fucking weirdos. There was one dude who, uh, he didn't understand, like, the concept of, like, a share house. He just came in and was trying to, like, bargain the price of the room. And then, <laughs> like, on, he was like, oh, the carpets aren't too nice. Can we bring it down, like, $10 a week? And I was trying to explain to him, like, oh, no. And like we split it evenly, like it's a share house. Yeah, he like hated the room and was trying to haggle over it. But then on the way out, was like, "I'll take it. When can I move in?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, man, like we'll let you know. Like we're gonna meet a couple of people." And he was like, "No, no, no, I'll take it." Uh, so, oh wow, so, not how it works. Yeah, no, he yeah, didn't know the interview system. Right? Okay. Who did you end up going with? All right. So the only like semi not crazy person. He must have been, like, mid-30s at least. Dreadlocks, old hippie vibe. He was like, oh, I know this house. Like, I used to come to parties here, like, 10 years ago, telling us about all this cool shit that used to be in the house. So it felt familiar. Yeah, and the other thing that was hard about selling this room, I, I probably should have mentioned this at the front, 
is it was actually a shed out the back. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> hold on. <laughs> like Did it have electricity thing. and you know heating and? There was some extension cords. Yeah, <laughs> oh <laughs> running out of the house. <laughs> but no, it was legit like a shed, like a garage. Right. Okay. But we needed someone to move into it because there was a dude living in there before that moved out, and we needed to keep the rent down. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no one else is there to vet him. So I'm like, all right, this is the dude. He wants the shed. He can, he can have it. Great. Okay. So he's moved in. So he's moved in. This dude is keeping crazy hours. He's blasting music at like four in the morning uh, uh, back in the shed. This new girl moves in. She's getting the absolute creeps off this dude. So it got to a point where we would just lock him out of the house at night, like when we all went to bed, because he didn't have a key. I don't know why. He didn't have a key. To the actual house. No, so at night time we would just lock him out, so he couldn't get in and creep and creep the girl out. <laughs> Did he have a bathroom out there? Like, what would he do for the bathroom? I think he just is in the bushes. I guess. What number twos? Oh my god, so grim. I don't really think he cared that much. <laughs> yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Lock the doors. He's not coming in. Yeah. That was genuinely it. So feeds like you know out back in the shed. He's playing music. He's having a good time, right? Oh, he's having a great time. There is this group of five or six middle-aged Vietnamese men that are suddenly coming around and hanging out in the shed with him all the time. Okay. Um, <laughs> and we, we couldn't figure out who they were. So okay. five or six um, Vietnamese men in the shed? Just hanging out, yeah. Five, big chain sheds. smoking, absolutely blasting, like, doof music. So it's getting weirder as time goes yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks later, we have a big house party. We let him hang around because we kind of have to. Mm. And then about halfway through the party, he's just walking around offering everyone meth. <sighs> okay. And that's when that's when everything clicks. We were like, oh, my God, of course. They're doing meth. He's in the shed doing meth all the time. Of course. Okay, okay. So you realize this guy's doing meth in your house with all these Vietnamese men. What's the next move? So the next move is obviously to kick him out. Okay. I would not envy you being in a position where you have to kick a meth addict. <laughs> well, we did it like early afternoon. He was coming home from work. We were pretty sure he wouldn't be on meth at the time. Okay. <laughs> this fine yeah. interval. <laughs> we, okay. we, we unlock the doors. We let it, we, we allow him inside for a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come, come on, have some indoor time. We're going to hang out. <laughs> I am the one who knocks. And we sit him down and we tell him, we don't bring up the meth, but we just say, look, I don't really think it's working out. Yep. We would like you to move out. Mm-hmm. We're giving you like two weeks. Yep. He's surprisingly understanding. He's like, okay, I understand. And then the two weeks rolls by and he's just still living there. He's not looked at he any hasn't, other places. All right, places. okay. So he hasn't like made any effort to like move out. None whatsoever. And so then we had to have the awkward situation where we just had to have another house meeting. Okay. Where we were like, hey, man, we still don't want you to live here. And he's just going like, oh, I thought that blew over. I thought we were good. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about it. Why can't you? You still want me to move out? you guys are serious. I I have to shit in the bushes. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh, I've I've moved on. Okay, so you have another house feeder. You're telling him he has to move out again. Yeah, and same thing. He's like, okay, yeah, sorry. I'll start looking at places. Two more weeks go by. He's still living there. We don't want to have the meeting again. Yeah. yeah. But we're, we're like quietly sort of starting to check in. We're like, hey, you've been looking at any places, whatever. He's like, uh, no, not yet. But I'm like, I'm getting there. I'm going to I'm gonna look in. I'm going to move out. 
Another month or two rolls by. Jesus. He's just still living there. Being very gracious. And to be fair, it was going to be really hard to find not a meth head to move into the shed. So Yeah, you can't solve this situation. He's not moving. No, he's not moving. <laughs> so we just dissolved the house. Oh, my gosh. So everybody else left. We just all moved out. Me and Felix moved to Melbourne. Uh, you went to another state. Other, <laughs> uh, the two others just found rooms somewhere else. And we told the guy, we were like, yeah, the, the dream is over. We're all moving out. You actually got to go now. He's still there, isn't he? He's <laughs> <laughs> Felix and I found out about two or three months into living together in Melbourne that he was still squatting in the shed. Wait, the house was empty. <laughs> But he still chose to stay in the shed. <laughs> you sure he wasn't, like, making meth? You're goddamn right. He could have been. I don't know. You never I went didn't... inside the shed, took a peek? You see no. any giant vats? <laughs> we had to go into the shed a couple of times, but it was such a big style. There was just all sorts of random shit. Okay, so he wasn't a sophisticated kind of, like, Heisenberg science teacher in there. No, no, no. If he was cooking meth, I, I don't know how you grade the quality of meth, but it wouldn't have been good. <laughs> <laughs> the shit you cook is shit. But our landlord still gave us our bond back. Did your landlord not discover the man in the shed? No, the landlord knew about the man in the shed, but he was just, he kept that guy's bond, but right. he gave us ours back. Okay. <laughs> And he also kept the meth. Thanks so much for getting in touch with us and uh, sharing your story. Oh, no worries. Thanks, Thanks, Ian. Thanks for having me. Peace. Wow, the meth. Mm. That's business. It's a business, (laughs) It's a business. (laughs) What business would you run out of this share house? Out of our share house? If if we could. Uh, You know what I would do? My old apartment in Melbourne, the electricity was included in the rent. So it was a fixed rate electricity. So Excellent. you paid your rent, but it, it included the electricity in it, right? Yeah. What about if you just cable hooked other people in the neighborhood to your electricity, charge them for the electricity, you only had to pay the fixed rate, which is included in your rent? Look, I hear your idea. Uh-huh. I raise you another. Okay. Mine Bitcoin. Okay. Your electricity will increase, but it doesn't matter. You're not paying for it. You're out here making money on minted coins that you've I find that mined. so disgusting. Bitcoin is just, it's just so bad for the environment. Like the other people, they're using the electricity to power their houses. But mining Bitcoin uses up so many greenhouse gases. I didn't know you were such a... Yeah. I hate cryptocurrency. I like I can't stand Sorry, it. I didn't, I it's didn't just so terrible I, for the environment. I, yeah, I didn't realize. Um, I mean, I, there are some other things that are bad for the environment. I see you out here vaping. This? Yeah. You know, I take these to the Apple store. And... They melt them down. Why no, you do not? <laughs> I collect them. I take them all in one batch. Why do you take them to the Apple store? Well, they, they don't know anything about that. What, what? They have like a special bin you can put them in. It's, yeah, I'm the environmental queen now. I mean, you've put like HSP packs straight up in the standard bin, the plastic bin, or like takeaway Yeah, because they've got food containers. covered on the inside yeah, of them. You can't wash, wash cardboard. You've got to wash them. You're yeah. washing cardboard. I'm out here washing cardboard. <laughs> That's how far I go for the environment. Y'all are crazy. What's one thing that our house has that a lot of share houses don't? Big backyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been targeted these ads on Instagram lately, which mm-hmm. are like getaways in mm-hmm. tiny houses. Okay. You know, go out into the nature. What if we do that, but in our backyard for the office goer, charge uh-huh. them by the hour? We've got a big backyard, a lot of, lot of nature out there. Come hang out in the backyard. Yeah, and I'll I'll divide the backyard into four, and you can sit there and do. How your, would you divide it into four? Hang some dividers from the sky. 
From so I'll put some string up for people paying forty dollars an hour each. <laughs> Just to do work. But in nature. Okay. It's it's all about money, you know, it's a capitalist society we live in. We just have to make all the money we can while we can. And um, you know, if we don't have money, how can we attract Taika Waititi to come onto the show? He's gonna demand some big bucks. Do you reckon I feel like he's the type of guy that would do it pro bono? You reckon he'll put us in his next movie? Yeah. If we ask nicely. Yeah. You wanna live like an animal? Go live with that shit! If you want to be like Ian and submit your story to our show, please do so. Hit us up on our Instagram in the DMs if you want, at Housewarming Podcast. We have a Facebook group, Housewarming Podcast, same name. You can also send us ideas for bin night episodes, anything you want us to chat about. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a caller, mm-hmm. just jump on and let us know. Any story. That's right. Well, interesting. <laughs> Not. <laughs> we do have some quality yeah. barometers. But, yeah, until next time. Don't, Don't forget, forget to take put your bands out. Your bands out. Massive thanks to Sean Allen for editing, mixing, and mastering this episode. And a huge shout out to our boy Paolo for helping us out with the theme music. <laughs>